You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Good Lord. Oh my goodness. A grand of episodes. <laughs> Stop. A kilo of episodes, Sarah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm not really sure. I'm not works. good at the... At the... Really. A kilo of Fun Employment Radio. 1,000 episodes. How is that even possible? I don't know. We have talked for over 1,000 hours. Oh, my God. To each other. Ew. Gross. That's so weird. How has this happened so long? I don't long? know. I don't even know. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. And we are in the middle of our 1,000th episode. Oh my gosh, we're not at the middle, we're at the very we're at the beginning. beginning of it. We're, we're at the beginning of it. Yes. And what will, uh, what will soon be a very extended special episode. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of stuff we want to talk about today. We do want to say uh, briefly that we're about to be joined by someone who has not been on any of these 1,000th uh, th- episodes. And he is someone that we worked with in terrestrial radio as part of the Rick Emerson show. Yes, and he was part of the firing when we were all, we, we were sitting together, all of us, when we were all let go together. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I honestly, I think we've kept in touch over the years, like, you know, via the internet, as you do. But, I mean, you know, life is busy and you work in different parts of town. You don't really see each other very much. So I don't really believe that we've actually seen him. Since we were let go. I've seen him maybe a couple of times since then, working on, on some side projects, but mm-hmm. it was a long time ago. It's been at least three years since I've seen him in person. Mm-hmm. But we are going to be joined by Mr. Tim Riley, newsman extraordinaire. News god, Greg. News god. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Riley, he is an anchor and a reporter now for KPAM 860 here in Portland, and also the owner of one of our new sponsors, mm-hmm. which is Office Break Gifts. So Tim is going to be joining us here just shortly. So we're, we're going to be talking for a few, but we'll have to pause in a minute in order to get him uh, up here and on the on the show. Yes. He's coming early. Because mm-hmm. he's got to get back to do his regular job. He sure does. He's got to get back and be on air. He's squeezing us in between uh, his terrestrial radio gigs. So, he, so he's coming on down to say hello to us. We cleaned up the studio. Yes. yes. Not that it was messy, but I mean, like, no, but I'm t- looking at it through like but Tim Pristine eyes. Like Tim. Tim Tim is a dapper man. He is. He is a very well-dressed, well-groomed gentleman. Yeah. And I've seen his house. I know how like, oh, yeah. impeccable his taste is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, no, you don't want to mess with that. No. It's, it's a lot to live up to. So it's almost like I want to show, like, see, Tim, look, this is what we've done. This is what we've done, Tim. <laughs> Tim, we're all grown up. Look Tim, at us look, now. look, we've been doing this for a thousand episodes, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so we're super excited because he's never seen the studio. And uh, yeah, so yeah. we're going to have him on for our thousandth episode. It is cool. Yeah, is he, that true? Did we really? Did we count right? A thousand episodes. Yes, did we counted right. Yes, and actually, that technically doesn't even count the vacation episodes. But uh, that originally, we did those like the first year or two. We had some vacation episodes. But yeah, a thousand regular episodes of Fun Employment Radio. This oh is my the god, thousand one. That's insane. Oh my god. I don't even. I, I don't even know how to comprehend that. I don't even know how to begin to thank people for listening to us. I know. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> wow. We we cannot be more appreciative of, mm-hmm. of you guys. Thank you so much. But we do want to say that while this is the thousandth episode, this is part one of the thousandth episode. The Gosh, I'm, thousandth having, I'm having a problem. Thousandth is a hard word to it's, say. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it I'm is. realizing this. Well, this is episode 1000, part one, because part two is going to be taking place February 22nd, 
at the Hawthorne Theater in Portland, Oregon, live on stage. So what we're going to do for this one, this is part one. So this one is going to be our sober episode, you know, thanking you all for listening to us, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have Tim on. We're going to be, be doing all of our usual merriment. And then part two is going to be happening at the Hawthorne Theater, February 22nd, with an array of special guests. So Indeed. are we So we are announcing that we are doing... Let's announce it. We are doing a, a live show. We're doing a live show February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater. Yes. There's going to be a lot going on that night, but that will be part of the extravaganza. We'll be live on stage, Fun Employment Radio. Now, Sarah, that means you have to be in front of an audience. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what else that means? What? Probably means that my buddy who's sitting over there in the drawer over there should probably be... Oh, God. Live Sharky? No, I don't no. know. He gets a little, a little stage fright, too. No one would ever want that to happen at a live show, so that's probably not So you probably anything. don't think that I have to even worry about it? I don't think so. I think everybody absolutely hates Sharky so much that no one would ever want to see him live. So that's that's... That's perfectly understandable. <laughs> uh, so, so that, Sharky, Sharky will be that'll be part of the live episode on February twenty second. So Sharky will be also making it. So we've announced our first special guest for our for our podcast taping and live stream on on the Sharky. Yes. Uh, oh no, no! I thought you were going to like say something else. No, I don't think that. I don't think that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to decide that for the okay. second one. Well, maybe. But uh, <laughs> yes, one thousand episodes. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and and. Sharing this with us, it is awesome. <laughs> See, Pick is even so. Pick came to visit a couple weeks ago, and he said that he really loved seeing Sharky. I think that the people need to see him. Maybe we should bring some Amber Destiny. I think we need probably need to bring her on stage as well because she was actually there for our first listener party that was in the side lounge at the Hawthorne Theater. Well, the original. So Amber Destiny is the stripper alarm clock where it features a plastic girl dancing around a pole that my brother got me for Christmas year many years ago, and. That was at the very first listener party, which was at the Hawthorne Theater, but in the lounge side. Now we're in the big side. We're on the big main stage this time. And Amber Destiny, though, the original one, was broken because uh, Jenny Hieronymus's husband fell on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was such an accident. And I felt oh, so bad. And then, he, then they totally replaced her. <laughs> oh, yeah. He felt horrible about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Both did. It was just a, a totally honest accident. And truth be told, the Amber Destiny probably won't make it through the listener party. Probably either. not. <laughs> probably not. So, but but they did purchase a replacement. So this is Amber Destiny two. Yes, that that uh, lives here in this studio. Electric yeah, I remember group. when that happened because everybody was having a lot of lot of beverages. It was fun. Everybody was having a great That's time. What listener events are and for. Yeah, somebody got jostled around and he fell on the. Well, table. and then let's also let's say this: like when we're doing the live show, like you don't need to be sitting there in stone silence listening to no. us. Like this is like a party, so this everyone's going to be, be milling about. We will be just fine. Basically. We want crowd noise. Basically, what we'll have is a live chat going with people in the audience, you know, busting in and saying things. And <laughs> that's what's going to be. It's going to be a good time. Oh, my It'll God. It'll be so much fun. Oh. So we are very, very excited. But that's just one part of what's going to be going on on yes. that night. There's a lot of other things. And we'll reveal other things as we get closer to the date and moving on. Yes, but, we don't want to uh, blow. It's still a couple months away. What were you going to say right there? <laughs> I know what you're going for. No, because we have After Tim Riley on this episode. No, it's classy. We've got to be classy. No, Sarah. I'm not saying class that. it up. Mm-mm. All right, let's spruce up. I am drinking here. my coffee. We got to be. I did even put on a little bit of makeup. Did you for Tim? Well, because I haven't seen him in four years. Yeah. I don't want to look all like you know old and haggard and be like, "Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. This is what I look like now. Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's exactly how you look and sound right now. It's <laughs> yes. so so much different. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I've gotta stop laughing. All right. So so Tim uh, will be joining us here in just a few minutes, and I do want to go into talking about last night as well. May not have. Too much time to get to it here before Tim's here. Um, but last night I did perform 
at Backfence PDX at Portland Center Stage. And I also want to say... I'm raising my arms. I'm wiggling them around. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, I also... I, I really want nailed to say, it. Well, I really want to say thank you to everyone who, who showed up. It was, uh, it was really cool just to see everybody there. And I met some listeners I've never even met before and, and some people that I didn't know. And it was so cool just to see everybody down there. It was awesome. That took some it, serious brass balls, dude. Well, I'll tell you, it really did help, help me feel a lot better within that giant room full of majority of people I didn't know to see some familiar faces mm-hmm. and have some people that you know knew Fun Employment Radio and, and knew who I was. That was, that was really nice. That was that was really cool, and thank you to all of our friends who who showed up. It was just thank you. Yeah, I was so damn nervous before this thing, though. You did good. So uh, I did help Greg before beforehand, like to make sure that his outfit was okay and everything. I needed help and then, with that. And then I was going to my friend's house before the show um, because my friend lives downtown, and we had a beer over at her house, and we watched this horrible Lifetime movie on holidays. But I'll talk about it later. And. Uh, Oh, and there goes the phone right there. All right, well, why don't we do this? (laughs) Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Kevin Pollack, and you, of course, are listening to Fun Employment Radio. But you knew that, didn't you? You didn't need me to point that out. By the way, check out TalkinWalkin.com. We're talking walking on iTunes. It's me. Talking is walking. Wow. I wanted to have a classy bumper for a classy man. That is classy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing classier than Kevin Pollack. <laughs> well, there Except is. And he's sitting right there. <laughs> for the gentleman who's about to join us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio for the very first time and on our 1,000th episode. 1,000th episode. Is we didn't true? tell you that. It is. It is yeah, true. today's okay. the 1,000th episode. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So um, happy to be here. Yay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tim Riley. Oh, thank you. Thank Tim. You, thank you. Tim, we've done this 1,000 episodes, Tim. A thousand episodes. Isn't that weird? So now you can go into syndication. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where we need to be going. Not all of them are out of the park. Let's look at two. Wouldn't be too frivolous. We're at that. about ninety percent. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. But you guys have so much fun in here. We do, and I love your studio. It's very cozy here. I don't know if people well people have seen pictures of it, but yeah, it's a really nice place. To sit Thank here you. And chat. Thank you. And we did bring in our space heater today because we didn't want you to be cold. Because yesterday we did. Yeah, the, I should crank it up some more. Yeah, yesterday we did actually do the show in scarves and hats. And like I would think I was wearing three sweatshirts. Well, you know, if, if you wear a scarf and a hat and an overcoat, you can get away with anything. Yeah, I've done it a couple times today. All right, and, and, and walk purposefully. Mm-hmm. Walk with a purpose. I like that. Yeah, with, yes. with a scarf and a top coat, and you're fine. Yeah, always <laughs> act like you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Make it till you make it. Yeah, that's how we used to get into some concerts and stuff like that. Yeah. <gasps> oh just yeah. Pretend like you knew. Oh, I'm here. I'm, I'm supposed to be. I'm here. with the station. I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. And just walk right in. Do whatever you want. Well, so Tim, everyone's <laughs> just dying to know how how are things? What have you been up to? What have I been? I've been sitting around collecting dust. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm working at KPAM. No. Awesome. <laughs> I, I do news. Totally top, different top things. Top and bottom of every hour, <laughs> three to six, and uh, it's it's quite a good good time because yeah. you know, times have changed since we did news back in the old days. Now we have Twitter to contend with. Oh yeah. And it used to be we clear off a couple of stories and talk to them, but with Twitter now and Facebook, things are being spit out all the time, mm-hmm. and you know people want to keep up with them. So it's it's a totally different ball game than what we used to do way back when. So you're always watching Twitter just to find yeah. out if something's going on. That's what yeah, Greg is constantly yeah. watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it is unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, it is the best way to find out like quick information just because people can post it from anywhere. Right. The it, problem is a lot of it's right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've fallen for several things that <laughs> that I shouldn't have. 
I well, should have investigated but, a little bit more. But it's like, more. it fell out of my mouth. Too late now. <laughs> I yeah. know, right? Yeah. I've said it. It's the truth. Well, yeah, because you've obviously had such a method to your newsmanness about mm-hmm. like get everything, getting everything printed out and having the ordered everything. And, and that, must just that, keep that isn't the case busy. anymore. Now yeah. I have to read off a prompter. So if I get the green, the blue screen of death, I am sunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> gone are the days of reading off pieces of paper. I, I know. Miss those times. Oh, the stacks of paper and yeah. the highlights and like oh and they yeah, go into boulders and we use them some other day. But oh no, yeah, it's not that anymore. Oh my it's gosh, paperless society. Oh wow. Well, yeah, yeah I, guess- I remember. I mean, even when we were doing the Rick Emerson show, you'd always have the big stack of papers uh-huh. of everything that you printed out in the morning, all on the prompter. Yeah, I still have a bunch of those papers and stuff that I saved because yeah. I, I have my storage unit in my apartment building and I've just moved it with me. Uh-huh. And I, I found it yesterday or this weekend when I was looking for something in my storage unit. I have this huge plastic bag full of like snuff watches and everything. It's like still, <laughs> <laughs> still in yeah, there. I, I can't imagine be doing a penis watch <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm working. It'll be my last day. <laughs> oh my God, their heads a, would explode if he said <laughs> penis on Cape Ham. The, the telegrams would start coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should oh have brought god. a penis watch Just, Well next time I, I'll bring Oh my god Please say there'll be a you. next time And please do it And then maybe we can bring Rick in And maybe we can all just have a Oh that would be That would be great Because this is the first time That the, the two of us have been together Since we were at a nightclub one night Yes and, and there was a video And I can't remember exactly What the occasion was But we were singing songs From uh, old KUFO songs <gasps> It was at Alibi Alibi Yeah mm-hmm. And it, it was somebody's Somebody had, I think somebody had just got fired Or something Oh my gosh Well that I happened rem- every week Yeah I know it was, it was another one of those ones It was like a tiki party or like they were, I remember this That was on, yeah. the, on the sidewalk outside and it was cold It was very cold Oh my, that was like, I think right after where, I think that was probably like three years ago, three and a half years ago. Yeah, because we still had all those songs in our head that we yeah. play like 10 times every morning. Oh my God. Yeah, because you and I sang uh, <laughs> Second Chance, Shine Down. Oh, oh yeah, you guys were on stage yeah. singing. Yeah, I remember that I still that remember now. every word to that song. Oh God. I, I still have it on one of my iPod collections. <laughs> I, I kind of strangely started liking it after we got <laughs> It's very nostalgic. Isn't it? I, I remember when you specifically, when those crappy songs would come on, you would leave the room you're like and i can't handle this <laughs> i'm getting out of here well, well lucky no greg was the one that used to cut six minute songs down to a minute and a half and keep <laughs> yeah. a secret file and people would ask me are you guys playing minute and a half song oh no 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 it's right there look at the log oh you got that creed like, song down greg? Like a oh he's cutting songs down to a minute and a half somewhere <laughs> oh my God. i think it was a nickelback song i got down to like 45 seconds <laughs> you did. it was just like one verse and one chorus and it was yeah, done man. verse Guitar solo, out. It was done. <laughs> and nobody even noticed. No. no. <laughs> That's how monumental no, they are. Anybody did. That was one of those crazy short-lived jobs that we knew was a mistake like two days after we took it. <laughs> oh, God. All of those promises. We won't change anything. You only play four songs, six songs, 12 songs. Remember when Dave came down and yelled at me and asked me if I knew how to count? Oh, yeah. That was awful. <laughs> and well, well, the funny, you know, as ironic as that was, he laid me off right before Christmas when he he arrived in his uh, what was it a BMW I think it was a oh, yeah. BMW and he was laid off just before Christmas when he got transferred to Las Vegas oh really yeah. and also it happened to him too mm-hmm. yeah bad oh. karma yeah I don't really have fond memories of him no that was that was quite the epic yelling but you I know who I do have fond memories of is Tim Riley yes indeed and you know what we since we have been entrepreneurs by doing this for you know a thousand episodes oh my god mm, it's true Tim too likes to keep busy and he has started. His own new business, which is incredibly awesome, particularly for this season. It so, is. yeah, Tim, tell us a little bit about it. So, this is Office Break Gives, 
and you've probably gone into stores before and seen these gift boxes. I saw a bunch of it in, in Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we make all of these by hand. And we have, uh, as a matter of fact, I just added a fit box today. <gasps> awesome. So you it have is, different kinds of boxes. The, yes, the winter warming box. Well, I'll tell you what, what all of them are. One is a spa box just for the ladies. Oh, tell me. Or, or guys who want to be pampered without anybody around. Everybody deserves to be pampered. <laughs> we have the barbecue box. I know nobody wants to think about that now, but sooner or later, this is all going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> in normalcy, we'll continue. Wait, Tim, what's in the, what's in the spa box? It's in the spa box. Yeah. Well, the spa it, stuff? It has, yes. It has uh, moisturizers <gasps> and skin treatments. It has a towel. And it has uh, a couple of hand massagers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I like the sound of that. I'll of course, totally we have the, the, uh, the pet box, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the box that, oh, the theater box. I almost forgot. The theater box has popcorn and, uh, y- you know, candies and all, all the stuff. That, and stuff. All the stuff that you you put the movie on pause to go get it. So, <laughs> yeah. so just set that right in front of you. And by the way, all these boxes are kind of designer boxes. You don't throw them away. You can use them around the house for other things. And hopefully, I hope I put the right thing. i got to get up for a second here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so basically you can find all of these at officebreakgifts.com. Yes. In which this is actually, this kind of concept <gasps> is perfect for Awesome. Wow. What is this? This is the new winter warming box. Oh. And, and because the weather was so bad... That's a great this is idea. Beautiful. I decided to, to come up with that. Tim, we need to take what a picture of this. Here? And, okay, oh, yeah. so you have teas and you have hot chocolate, and that is a throw that you throw around yourself. Oh, Tim, this mm-hmm. is beautiful. So it has all kinds of teas, hot chocolate, and also I have these other things that they just added. Hang on. Oh my gosh, and so it's all wrapped up and it has a beautiful bow and an ornament on the outside of this. So basically it doesn't even require any wrapping. No. No. Like it's wrapped. It it comes wrapped and we ship to anywhere. Which is perfect uh, for somebody like me who has no idea what to get people because then I can Mm -hmm. just order this and send it and it's got all the. Are you kidding me? You guys out there, you can buy a present for somebody that's hand wrapped by Tim Riley. How about that? Yeah. And they they all come wrapped. (laughs) So. We also have these hot snaps that we're putting in there. And what you do is you put them in a microwave. And, and then you put them on places that need a little bit of attention. Hot snaps. Ooh. So those are in there. Can I squish it? Yeah, you can. Okay, mm-hmm. thanks. Ooh, that's fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah, I like that. Greg, look that's at That's awesome. So, okay, I want to yeah, you, you heat these up. And uh, nobody else has these. That's so, awesome. So I try to find some stuff that not anybody has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering how do you come up with what you put into the boxes? You know, it's stuff that I like. And I, I just look for it, things that nobody else has, and I put them in a box. So how did you come up now with look, the idea? See, if you hit this right, it heats up. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Touch this. Touch this. Oh, that's said. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Touch this, he says on the radio. I know. <laughs> it's hot. Touch it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, ooh, it's squishy. <laughs> it's squishy. <laughs> and it's warm. It's squishy. Now, you can order this right now by going to Office It's hot and squishy. It's hot and squishy. <laughs> it comes in the winter warming box. <laughs> And it'll get you as warm. hot as it's getting. This is getting really warm. <laughs> See, I told you. The, the more the awesome. more you rub it, the warmer it gets. <laughs> and that's why I brought these things, because I knew that you guys would enjoy them. <laughs> See, Greg, what you do is you, you squish this thing that looks like a coin. I was uh-huh. wondering what that that's was. That's what it is. Say you squish it. You Wait, squish, how does that? That's magic. Well, you squish the soft thing to make it grow. <laughs> And it starts getting warmer and warmer, and it kind of expands. 
<laughs> I don't even understand what's it's happening like magic. with this. <laughs> Greg, look at like turns. You want to touch the same thing? Oh, I, you don't want to touch Sarah's. You want to touch your own. <laughs> so those are hot snaps. Oh, it is hot. See, I told you. <laughs> I know. Isn't that cool? Wait, I don't. What is this magical button? So how does it make oh, it hot? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> That's the people in China who make it. <laughs> we, we don't question it. We just put it in the basket. <laughs> by the way, by the way, these come with instructions so you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> because you could, obviously. This is getting pretty that, warm. Yeah. yeah. The more you rub it, the warmer it gets, and the more it grows. What? <laughs> this so, is, is it reusable? You, you just I use get, it again and again. Yep. Oh, just like awesome. magic. This is like. I mean, magic. how many things can you rub over and over again and use again? So that is in the these are called hot snaps. <laughs> okay, so seriously, it turns from this clearish so, green liquid into like this like slimer ooze, like hot ooze. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. The, the good thing is it doesn't drip anywhere. Mm-mm. It all stays within the container. Those are green. There are also some red ones. Oh, nice. So I can't guarantee color choices. They're very festive. Mm-hmm. Well, and, this, and what's the name of this box? This is the winter warming box. So these are inside of the winter warming box. Yep. So there's a throw in there. And when you have this in your hands, when you're making this grow in your hands, mm-hmm. you can have this throw around yourself and you can drink anything that's in here. There's also a mug in there. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow, this has a little bit of everything. It does. It's got a reindeer on it, too. It has a bowl. It all comes wrapped up. Once you open the box, this is what it looks like. And you can use this box over and over again. Oh, it, that's It comes nice. from Ikea, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the box itself. That's Can't a... find anything wrong with Ikea. No, of course not. <laughs> so we shop the finest stores for these products, and we put them all together. Oh, that's great. That's but awesome. The, these hot snaps are exclusively in the winter warming box, which we just added this morning. Oh, my gosh. I need to stop playing with well, this. How thing. many different ones do you have? Let's see. So I think we have one, two, three, four, five... These are, are the five that we make the most of, mm-hmm. but we can make anything for anybody. Okay, so you can so, you can personalize? Yeah. So if you have a friend at work um, who likes uh, a certain theme, we'll put it together in a basket for him. Oh, or that's him. cool. Yeah. That's the, awesome. The ones pictured on the site are the most popular ones that we sell the most of. Okay. And the funny thing is, you know, I've made these for a long time for friends, and they said, I want you to sell these things. So these are the ones I usually get asked for. Okay. The, the, which one's the biggest? Is it the movies? The movies, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a really neat thing to have everything contained right mm-hmm. in front of you as But I'm you're hoping watching. this winter warming box takes off because we yeah. just listed it today. And with these with these hot snaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to hear you say hot snaps. Hot snaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great, Tim. So that's for you guys. Oh, for us? Of course it is. Oh my wow. gosh. Yes. Oh, that's yes. awesome. And you're the first you are the first to have one. <gasps> yes, it's exclusive. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Look, Rick, it's over here. <laughs> I realize I won't be getting it. I'm glad that you realize this. You won't drink the tea though. I'll take the No, tea. but you know what? This can be the first ornament on our tree in the green <laughs> that's room. That's perfect. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, what kind of a door is that? <gasps> that's, our, that's our soundproofing. <laughs> well, we don't have the big money of KPAM here at Funaboon Radio. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen KPAM. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim, we made it. So that's our fancy soundproofing. Oh, this is blankets and sleeping bags. I like behind us. Up. Yeah, covered by a black sheet. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys. Yes. <laughs> so these are all available at officebreakgifts.com. Yeah, indeed. And we're, you guys are, let's see, choosing a winner later. Is that what we're doing? Yes. So, yeah. so what, will the, what will the lucky winner win? The lucky winner will win a theater box. 
Which everyone in the family <gasps> will be happy about. Yes. So a theater box, which comes with popcorn and candy and everything you usually have when you watch a movie, so you don't have to get up and pause anything. Oh, that's amazing, and it's just the perfect time for movies. And we Absolutely. ship everything. You ship everything. We ship everything. Oh. So it arrives in the box, you just open it up, and it's all wrapped. It has ribbons on it. You don't have to do anything. Oh, my gosh. So they're all competitively priced. I mean, if you go into Fred Meyer, they'll, they'll charge you twice as much as what I'm charging. Absolutely. And you're oh, yeah. hand-crafting these. Yep. It yep. isn't some machine no, they're all made by hand. together. Yeah. No, and it looks good. It comes in the box. It's all wrapped. It's pretty. There's no way I could ever do something like that for anyone. That's this why I kind of want to give it for my mom. <laughs> oh, you could get that anyone? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would look so awesome. Like, mom, we're gonna I have, have this, we're gonna have to you know fight what? over that. We'll have to fight Rochambeau. over that. Yep. No, because then I can tell my mom that it was lovingly handcrafted <laughs> by my friend Tim. <laughs> so anyway, guys, go to Office Break Massage. Uh, Oh, OfficeBreakGiftsI'mSorry.com yes. and uh, look at everything we have over there. Oh, Tim, that's awesome. So is this going to well, be something that you do all year round? Yes. Okay, awesome. So we'll probably have something else up like after Christmas, say Valentine's Day or something like that. Mm. But the but the regular ones, like Theater Box and all that stuff, I mean, that's Yeah, these round. are the regular ones you're going to stay. Okay, yeah. cool. And, and probably in summer, you know, more of the barbecue boxes because nobody's ordering barbecue separate. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you know, just because it's winter doesn't mean somebody wouldn't like to have some barbecue stuff to look forward to. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm shaking my the hot yeah, snaps. Yeah, you're, you're you're really like those hot snaps. Wa- I do you're like waving the hot that snaps. thing at me. Um, it's just so cool. Well, and uh, you guys listening, so Office Break Gifts is going to give away a theater box to you, mm-hmm. but the way to win is we're going to be putting up something on our Facebook page at Fun Employment Radio later on a quiz or a trivia ah. that you're going to have to answer, but in order to win, yes. you have to like Office Office Break Gifts on Yes, Facebook. which I don't understand so, why you wouldn't. I liked it this morning and I feel like a better person for it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, <laughs> facebook.com slash Office Break Gifts. Like them on Facebook. Go and go to their now. website now and look at this this basket that we're going to be giving away courtesy yep. of Tim Riley. I mean, it's the movie box basket. It is incredible. So I'd like to stay longer, but I have to get back to K-Pan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Totally. No, so well, Michelle, we need to come back another time. Yeah, but it was it was a great time. We haven't talked together in the longest I time. I know. And, and, you know, I, I get email from people all the time who listen to our old shows from like six years ago on a daily... <laughs> they listen to your show every day, and then they go back and listen to the old shows <laughs> that we used to do as part of their day because... I get those too, and they're just like, oh, do you remember that episode like in yeah. 2007 when we were talking about this? I'm like... I don't. I wish I did. I don't, I don't remember. And, and this stuff means things to people for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. Well, I do have to tell you, Tim, you are still loved and missed by everyone. As soon as we said that you were coming on today, everyone just lost oh, their yeah. minds. Well, well, thanks for inviting me. I, you know, this is a, a real treat after being involved in a car accident, having a root canal. Oh, man. And, and having my identity stolen. In oh, you your, had identity your identity was stolen? Yeah. Oh, jeez Louise. I know. So I... I uh, well, I got rid of my old checking account. Yeah, it was really weird. Man. And you're but, doing very well for a root canal, like, day after, yeah. by the way. Well, I have some very tasty drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and your clothes might be full of hot snaps, right? Hot snaps. <laughs> well, that makes anyone feel better. I know. <laughs> well, would you ever like to come by again and hang uh, out with what, us? Just to chat one of these days? Oh, yeah. Because right. I, I miss being on the radio just chatting about Yes. Them. Yeah. Oh Let's my make gosh. that happen. And yeah, maybe we can get Rick in here too at the same time. That would be that so would much be fun. That would be fantastic. People would love it. All right. Yes. I think we should plan on that. Yep. Okay. So, so we'll anyway, figure out schedules. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yay. All right. So Tim has to get going. So we're going to take a break. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, we'll be back here in just a little bit with more Fun Employment Radio. All Thanks, right. everyone. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
And we are back. And there you have it, Mr. Tim Riley. Mr. Tim Riley. <laughs> what a fantastic man. I just, like, after seeing him, I realized why we got along so long for, yeah. so well for, like, you know, the almost decade that we worked together. Yeah, you guys worked together for so long. Oh, I mean, yeah. I didn't get to work with him, you know, that long comparatively, but... He was always so awesome. Oh, yeah. Because it was always me and him at the station that were there. You, know. you guys were the early birds. You guys would always show up, and he'd always be, like, fully dressed and, like, dressed to the nines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I would be just dressed up like I just woke up out of bed and like came down there, which is what <laughs> I was doing. And he thought that it was you were three in the morning Because you were always wearing yeah. your hat. Yeah, I know, because it was cold. It was three <laughs> in the morning, so I'd always have my hat on. Yeah, and he thought I was bald for, like, the first three months we worked together until <laughs> I took off the hat, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you have hair. <laughs> 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 oh, that's amazing. Well, you guys, so we came on to talk about, of course, his business. So uh, uh, show him your love and support just by going to officebreakgifts.com. Yep. And like him on, like their page on Facebook, facebook.com slash officebreakgifts. And we'll be giving away a uh, the the theater gift pack on our Facebook page later on today. Mm-hmm. But to win, you also have to have already liked his page. Awesome. So there we go. Yeah. Very, very cool. All right. So what uh, all right, we were talking about last night. So we need to talk about last night. Yeah. Because it was a monumentous occasion. It was pretty interesting, I have to say. Um, do you want me to just start from the beginning and explain what it was I think you should. Like? So basically, yeah, so uh, so I went over to Greg's house and helped him get ready and yeah. like, tried to calm him down a little bit. And then we both I was the- freaking out a bit. Well, of course you were. It's yeah. fucking terrifying. And to explain what this was, if you guys don't know, so it was Backfence PDX, and it's basically affiliated with like the Moth Hour on NPR, if you know that. It's storytelling. And it was on stage at Portland Center Stage, which is the big theater here in town. 600 people and um and i was one of the featured storytellers yes so yeah i was i was totally freaking out in the afternoon and sarah did come over and help me pick out some clothes to wear and <laughs> try to calm me down a little bit and then uh and yep then, and then we ended up riding the bus down and then greg got off you know on a different stop and then i ended up going to my friend's house but greg had to yeah. be there early to make sure that everything was yeah set to go i had to be there about six yeah so so i got there and then they they take the storytellers Kind of down down to the main stage where everybody was, and Frayne and Mindy, who run it, were down there. And it was really cool. Actually, I want to give a shout-out to the Portland Center Stage staff because the the woman – and I, I for, sorry, I forgot your name because it was early in the night. Um, she – as soon as I showed up, she's like, oh, yeah, you're Greg. We were just listening to Fun Employment Radio today. Like, oh, they've been awesome. listening to it at Portland Center Stage. Yeah, they oh, were listening gosh. to the one we talked about. I hope about. it was a good episode. Uh, <laughs> like, like one, where we weren't rife with profanity It was or the one with uh, Judah Friedlander on it. Oh, awesome. And where we talked about the Santa Land Diaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was a good episode. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Glad I don't know it. how much profanity there was or not. No, oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's it's all good. Mm-hmm. No, but she they she said they were all listening to it. So oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Well, that must have been a little comforting before you're getting on stage in front of 600 strangers. That was because I felt kind of awkward just like milling about in the lobby waiting for someone to come and say something to me because I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. <laughs> and and so we went down there and then, you know, they bring us up on stage. This is before anybody else is in there and just like test the microphone and get used to standing on the stage. And then you pretty much have an hour and a half of freaking out. That's what I had. Now, mm-hmm. the other people performing on there, they were all, they'd all done this before, they, except for one guy. There was one guy, if you were there last night, uh, I think his name was Tim. The, the architect? architect? Okay. Yeah, he had never done this before. He'd never done the storytelling thing, and me and him were the only ones that hadn't done it. And we um, we we went in, and you know, afterwards, I went back out to the lobby, and actually, it was really cool because Keelan was there early. So... 
I had I had this downtime. I'm like, what do I do with myself? And I'm like, oh, sweet, Keelan's here in the lobby. Oh, awesome. So yeah, we came out and talked for a while, and Keelan took that picture of me in front of the the billboard with my name on it. That, that is stuff. so cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then you know, just kind of hung out and freaked out. Because I was, I just paced back and forth upstairs, probably looking like a crazy person. And then Mindy, who works there, had me run through my story one more time, and we cut out a whole bunch more. Because the thing is, I was supposed to have it at 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when I originally wrote this thing, or came up with it, it was like 20 minutes long. So I had to cut and cut and cut, which is really hard to do. Oh, I'm sure. That's not something I'd ever really had to do before, because on here, we can go for as long as we want. (laughs) So I had to actually practice that and cut out things, and it was kind of hard. Hard to do that, but ended up ended up doing it, and then um, you did a great job. The story made sense in its entirety; like good. it was fantastic. Good, because that was what I was worried about. But the thing I wasn't used to. So the girl that went right before me, this uh, Jessica Williams Williams, I think, or Williamson. I apologize. I'll have to look at what her name actually is. But she's a pro. Like she does this. She's from L.A. and she's done this storytelling thing before, and so she knew how to pace it for the crowd and knew how to do a lot of stuff. I don't know how to do that, really. <laughs> so all I knew how to do was tell my story, and I'm up on stage there, and the the lights are so bright, you can't see anyone. So I can't even see the crowd to like gauge reaction from things, mm-hmm. and I can't really even hear them very much because they have the monitors blasting back to me. So I don't even know. I couldn't even tell how it went. Okay, Honestly, so you can't even tell like if you should pause for laughter or anything along no those No idea, because I don't know how gotcha. to read it. I don't, I, I've never done that before, so yeah, I don't know yeah. how to read it. And... And so it was It was kind of hard. So I'm like plugging through the story and I'm like, okay, so uh, I thought that was a joke. There's, people were supposed to laugh there. Okay, I better just keep going. And so I would, I would keep going and then people would laugh at things that I did not expect. I'm like, <laughs> what? that's not where the joke was. I don't know why they're laughing at that part. <laughs> like, and I also at one point, if you guys were watching me and you were there on stage, at one point I got a little bit too close to the microphone and I popped it with my face. You, I didn't even see that you did? Yeah. Well, I was up in the... So, let me tell you. Well, up from the balcony thing that I was at, uh, I could not see it. Okay, I good. didn't see... No, I did not see you hit your face on yeah, the microphone. because I kept, like, getting closer <laughs> to the mic, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to get a little more animated, and I was moving my hands, and I walked right up to the microphone and just went, pop, oh <laughs> and hit it with my mouth, <laughs> and then had to back up and then keep keep trying to go. So, good. It sounds like ma- most people didn't see that. Yeah, Alex is saying that she didn't see it either. Okay. Yeah, Keelan saw it. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, ah, just keep going. I'm sure the sound guy who's editing this after that afterwards will love me for that part. Well, but. I was near a speaker and I couldn't hear a, a bang. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Maybe it. Maybe and I was listening very through. diligently, so I I did not hear it. Well, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, it was it was quite the experience. And so, um, oh, and for anybody who who wants to see this later, it was all filmed. So I think it'll be up on YouTube or on their page at some point. I don't know when. But right, so when it is, we'll we'll promote it. People are asking what story it was. Okay, so the story I told. Was one you know they want you to tell a story that you've never told before, but since we've done a thousand episodes of Fun Employment Radio and <laughs> years of radio before that, there's not a lot I haven't told that I would want to tell on stage because I didn't want to do like a sad story, you know, or something like that. Yeah, like that just uh, it's just not I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. But they did want you to reveal something about yourself that you've never done. So the story was about the Vegas stripper, which a longtime listeners know about that the date I went on with a Las Vegas stripper, but it's. The, the way I told it, I expanded on a lot more. And honestly, it was things that I have never told people before. I it really did. I really have never talked about about some of the things that I that I talked about. Mm-hmm. And so I, I discussed, you know, how I was as a kid growing up and the awkwardness of, you know, not really being very 
socially accepted because <laughs> I was a, the the smart kid, whatever, uh-huh. you know, whatever that is, and. And so it was It was told in that context, which was a lot more real of how I actually felt during that thing. So it was a lot of like my inner monologue of what was going through my mind and what kind of state I was in, in at 21 years old and mm-hmm. how I thought of myself and how insecure I was. And, and it, that, was, that was kind of hard to do. Yeah. I'm not, not going to lie. That was, that was a little bit tough for me to say that. No, thing. in front of strangers, too. And I've never s- talked about myself like that yeah. in front of anyone. So I, I was, it was, I've never talked about like that about myself, even on here, really. So it was, it was very uncomfortable to do it, but it was a lot of fun. It was fun to just like get it out there and just be like, ah, I'm just going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do and it. And you did and did it. You did. And it yeah. was awesome. I was so, I didn't, I, I didn't want to tell you until afterward, but I was so nervous for you. Not because. Yeah. But I never told you. But I'm like, no. but I'm just like, I'm not going to tell him that I'm that I'm really <laughs> fucking nervous for him. Not because of like, you know, not because of like any impact it would have on the show or anything. I was just so scared for you because like that's that's so terrifying. Yeah. And so it's just like all I was saying the whole time. Like I knew that you'd be fine. But you're just like, don't fuck up. Don't fuck. Yeah. Up. Don't fuck up, Greg. Don't fuck well, up I me. practiced it so many times. I knew where <laughs> I was going with the story. But what I was really terrified about was time, because as getting it down in the time. And so that's part of the reason why I kind of rushed through a lot of stuff. <clears throat> um, and you could also greatly tell the difference between me and Jessica, who is the professional storyteller. You know, and, and her knowing how to do that, and yeah. me. But you know, I'm I'm not. I'm well, not if you did, well, they if, knew that when I was coming. Exactly. In, so. And if you do it again, now you understand more of the pacing and the way because you didn't know, and that's that's no. specifically what events like Backfence PDX and like Moth do is like they because you didn't even know what order you were going to go in. No, they you didn't, didn't tell you until they didn't tell us until we got like there. they like to keep you in the dark, and you're mm-hmm. supposed to be raw like that. Not everybody is a professional storyteller on stage in front of people. Like you did it the way that you were supposed to. Yeah, and I think that's why they put me in there. Mm-hmm. You know, because they had the professionals but then they also wanted somebody who was a little bit more raw than <laughs> at doing this kind of thing and, and not experienced at it well let me tell you what you did last night is going to be um, tagged on to something big that happened last night too yes which was just, and i just looked right now right now willamette week just posted uh, a blog about back fence pdx and about jefferson smith so the jefferson smith revisits mayoral campaign on stage wow Okay, so yeah, so the the storytellers were myself, Jessica, Tim, and then the featured one for the first act was Jefferson Smith. And if you don't know who Jefferson Smith is, he was he ran for mayor of Portland in this last campaign, so d- earlier this year, I guess is when it was. And he was kind of like the the underdog guy who came in and everybody was rooting for him, and then a story came out about him in college where he had Apparently, and I guess I can read true. you the, from the article. Yeah, do you want yeah, to just read says, straight exactly what it yeah, is? Yeah, so it says on Monday night, Backfence PDX, which hosts live storytelling, celebrated its 5.5 year anniversary with a show. Among those to take the stage was former state representative and 2012 Portland mayoral candidate Jefferson Smith. The theme of the evening was great expectations. And Smith used the forum to talk about his tumultuous uh, mayoral campaign with a particular focus on a 1993 incident in which he punched a woman at a college party in Eugene. So that was basically the premise of what he talked about. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's what it was. I mean, it was very raw. I mean, he was it was actually it was really good. It was it was really interesting hearing that and I could That see was what was I was headliner. hoping for cuz I'm like mm. great expectations it has to be cuz I mean, it was such big news when that mm. story came out how basically, you know, Jefferson was starting to get um, really get some like footing yeah. in his campaign and then this this horrible story came out which he totally has owned up to and, you know, and talked about it last night. Yeah, and for a very very long time. <laughs> he, well, and that was one thing. Yeah, he did go on for quite a long time, 
But I was he like, is I was so, so I know I was like enraptured for like the first fifteen minutes until I realized like this is supposed to be ten minutes long and it's just <laughs> continuing to go and then twenty minutes goes by I'm like, well, All right, but buddy, how do you yeah, interrupt that? You can't story. interrupt that. I know, you know and that's the it's thing. So such a monumental story that he's telling, you know, about this failed campaign and his failures in life. Because I, I felt bad because there was one girl there, um, a woman, and she was very nice. And she, it was her job to be the, the dinger. So they have like a little bell to ding when you were at – when you had two minutes left. And mm-hmm. then you're supposed to ding when you have one minute left. And I was like, how is she going to know when to ding There's this? no like, way you, you can can't, ding can't that cut story. him off at ten minutes when he's right in the middle of saying, and then I hit this girl. Ding! You know, I mean – Yeah. I mean, she <laughs> no, couldn't do that. There's no way. Yeah. No, you can't do that. For the sake of storytelling, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I just had to – No, it she had, had to, to let that going. go. So it was, it was, it was fascinating. It was. And then watching you, and then watching, uh, yeah, the first girl who was awesome, and you were awesome, and then the architect guy who was great, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then Jefferson Smith. It was, it was an interesting. I can see why people like going to these kind of shows because it was four yeah. completely different people telling completely different perspectives on a theme. It yeah. was very neat. Like and not one story was at all similar to the others. Well, and that's credit to Frayne and Mindy too because they. Hand pick who they want. To oh, be they're on this crafty. Thing. Yeah, they they know what they are doing. And then the Russian roulette thing was after that. So that was when they had four people. Um, Jessica came back up again. Then three different people where they had to spin a wheel on stage, and then they got their theme, and then they had five minutes to write a five minute story about it. Wow. Yeah, that's that. I don't think I'd want to do that. After seeing those people do it because they were professionals, no way in hell would I want to try to get up there and do something similar to what they do. Mm-hmm. I could not do that. Yeah, like they were so good. It was. It well, was that's what they amazing. do. I mean, that's and that's so cool that we live in a world where like you can be a professional storyteller and mm-hmm. you can travel around and tell stories. Yeah. Like that's pretty. That's a pretty neat gig. Yeah. And Frayn and Mindy know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, they do. Them on stage too was hilarious because they would come on between the speakers and talk, and they just have such great chemistry. Mm-hmm. The two of them talking together and oh, so we have to have Frayn on the show sometime. Yeah, we do. I was going to write her today to, and see when she absolutely. Wants to come on. Yeah. She's she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know they both they both are. I can't say enough good things about them. They they do some good work there. But yeah, it was I, I did it. I did it. You did it. And uh, I feel I'm glad I did it. I think if I did it again, if I had this exact story to do over again, I would know how I would do it differently. Mm-hmm. Would um, you probably like cut it in half and then take a lot more pauses? I would. Yeah, I would have to. Mm-hmm. The problem is, it's a, I'd probably split it up into two different things. To be honest, yeah, I'd have them as two different stories. Yeah, instead of cramming them both together. We'll see. And now you know. Yeah. And now you know the people who put that on know that you have the ability to be able to get up on stage, not choke, and be able to tell a story. Like that's something that I will never be able to say in my life that I could do. You could do it. You don't want to. Do I don't it, want to. No. Yeah. That's I, I will never be able to say it because I will never do that. Yeah. <laughs> because that's terrifying. <laughs> but every, it was such a such a neat experience, and I'm so glad that you had such a positive one. Uh, thank you. Well, that's it's all the support that I had in mm. doing this because, yeah, this was definitely outside of my comfort zone. Um, people are asking if you get to hear a recording. Yeah, it will. It will end up being on video because they filmed the entire thing, so it'll be up at some point, probably sooner than later. Because I'm guessing they're going to want to get this Jefferson Smith one up. Oh yeah, because that's going to go viral at least in the Portland area. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will be on that, but it's very relevant here. Yes. So I, I would imagine that will be up. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Crazy. a that was a that was a very interesting night. Yes, Jefferson Smith is a very interesting gentleman. I did end up seeing him. Yeah, you 
so ended up was, having drinks with him, right? Yeah, it was very odd. So, uh, so we had ended up. So, uh, I had some friends who had to leave, and so since we'd watched uh, Greg's portion, we're just like, all right, I'm, like we ended up not staying for the roulette portion because we'd watched Greg's portion, and like one of my, a couple of my friends I was with had to leave really early or you know work really early in the morning. They're like, I only get to see you before this, and then they're going on vacation, whatever. So yeah. we went and had a couple drinks after Greg after the first half, and during the intermission, we ended up leaving, and lo and behold. <laughs> we go to this bar that's down the street. It's just like kind of a little divey bar in Northwest Portland. And we're sitting there and we're like ordering tater tots and having a beer and doing whatever. In walks Jefferson Smith, like right as we got there. And I'm like, that's weird. I thought Greg said that he had to stay for the whole thing. I'm like, well, I know that you well, wanted to stay. Let me say, I think Jefferson had some different rules. I will say this. I'll, I'll give this behind the scenes. Because what happened is all the other storytellers, we were sitting in the in the front two rows down to the right of the stage and I kept looking because I was like well Jefferson's probably going to be the headliner I would imagine I mean I couldn't see him not being and I'm looking around and I'm like he's not here I actually thought that he had bailed yeah because they don't tell you know they, they only tell us what we need to know and that's how they, they like to keep us in the dark I mm-hmm. think and I'm like well he's not even here holy shit dude this is going to be weird if he just bailed out on this thing yeah and I never met him he came from backstage he was the only one that, that hung out backstage Never met him. Never said hi to him. He Wait, didn't talk to any of us. So let me ask you this: Was he the only one in the in the green room? Yes, indeed. <laughs> he was the only one. Yeah, that was back there. Now, when they did the Russian roulette, the people who were writing the five minute story they went backstage. But other than that, I I never went backstage. I don't even know what's behind there. Huh. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was very surprising because we had you know he obviously closed out the first half of the show and then that's when we left and then lo and behold like after we sit down in the bar like two minutes later Jefferson and his posse comes in walking into the bar and we're like what is what is going on yeah okay. yeah and I, he's he's an interesting character I don't know him personally I, I have nothing for him or against him he seems yeah. like a very nice guy but he is he has this crazy energy that he was he was very manic almost yeah like and i'm sure that maybe it was just a post-performance high that could be it because i mean he just told a very personal story it could be yeah i mean that was extremely personal what he told on stage yeah but i mean when he walked in like he came you know uh, i was sitting with our, our good friend sarah wagner and she was telling him how much she enjoyed his story and he was he was very nice but he was very very uh, like animated very I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was see, not knowing him personally, I don't know if that's well, how he is all the time. Well, I've met him a few times, and or, that's right. Met him at Trailblazers thing. You've met him more than yeah. once, though. Yeah, and I've met him a few times, and he's always he's always been not that he he just seemed a, a lot more amped up. Yeah, is what he seemed, and not in a negative way. And he was talking to me about like some kind of like a, a future project that he has that he wanted to maybe talk to us about being involved in. And, okay, and uh, and yeah, it was fine. It was just he was. Just, I don't understand. It was, it was just yeah. a weird vibe. I can tell weird, that you're having a hard time. It is. It's hard to it. explain. Like it, he didn't seem angry, and he didn't seem like happy. He just seemed kind of like like very animated and very like very very. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I don't even know how to describe. Yeah, it. no, I can tell that. I know I it's weird. That. I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. Well, I mean, also he is a he is a politician. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know that's that's. That part of it, I mean, to be a politician, to want to get into that, I mean, you have to have, you'd have to have a tremendous ego because even just to put up with it, Mm -hmm. you know, to get through that, even to get through like people, because everybody's going to want to take you down just, just by virtue of that job, you have to have a tremendous self-esteem for yourself, I would think. 
I would think to get it through yeah. at least you know at least at least some kind of a big ego. Mm. Um, well, he didn't, and he was also very. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I yeah. mean that's what you would need to do that job. No, and I really did enjoy talking to him. And then he did have a very long story about uh, <laughs> pooping his pants. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, he referenced that on stage too. <laughs> yeah, and then he proceeded to tell everybody. In the oh, you guys got to hear the whole story. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which was very funny. So he was very personal, personable. But I just it was. It was just interesting. I could. I think that he was just very amped up from like this is going to be a news. Like what I just did is people are going to pay attention to. Oh yeah. I, think I, I mean, I think you could, that was it. Just watching it, you already knew this is going to be a big story. Mm-hmm. At least in Portland, you know, this yeah. is going to be a big story. Yeah. So no, it was just an interesting. Huh. Like I did not think the dive bar down the street was where I would see Jefferson Smith walking yeah. into after he had just given this like you know huge. Like story, like storytelling thing. My only interaction with him the entire night was actually after I left, after the show was over, and I left, and he had must must have just been coming from there because I was going to meet you guys, and he was walking down the street, and we just made eye contact and did a nod, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if he knew who I was. I don't even know if he watched my story <laughs> or not. He may not have. He may have just thought I was a fan of his or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. So all in all, it was a successful night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was. I am very grateful for being a part of that. That was a fun experience. It was As it was much as I freaked fantastic. out beforehand, I'm really glad I did it. Now, it let was. me ask you this. Would you do it again? Um, it's a good question. I, oh, I thought you'd give it a resounding yes. I, I, I would do it again. I would do it again. I would just go about it in a completely different way. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't go about it the same way that I did this time. Now that I've done it once, I would go a different way. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I would tell the story. Or not that story, because obviously I won't ever tell that one again on one of these things, because once you do it, that's it. Mm-hmm. But I would tell something else. You know, maybe sometime here on uh, Fun Employment Radio, I could tell that entire the entire story. Or even play the recording. Um, yeah, well, or the whole thing that I left out a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Something. I don't know. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll have to, th- we'll, we'll see about that one. But yeah, I would do it again. I would do it again. Uh, I'm not. I shouldn't even be kidding myself. Yeah, I would do it. Okay, I'd totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, all in all, that was. Uh, I love it. There were some nights that are definitely memorable, and that was definitely a memorable night. Cool. With everything, it was very, very cool. Cool. So, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. You did very fantastically. Well, I think we've done a good job for a thousand episode part one. Oh my gosh. Because part two. It's going to be in a few months. <laughs> a couple so months. So tomorrow we'll... Oh, yeah, a couple of months. So tomorrow we'll do uh, episode 1001, and we'll go on like that. But episode 1000, part two, will be live on stage at the Hawthorne Theater, February 22nd. And we would hope to see all of you there. Yes. So mark your calendars. It's still a ways away, but just want to let you know. And there uh, there will be a pre-sale on tickets and all of that stuff. So we'll get you information as that goes. But right now, we just want you to save that date. Mm-hmm. And as we get more information out there, we'll we'll let you guys know everything yes. you can. Everything. And you can find out a lot, too, on our Facebook page, Fun Employment Radio, on Facebook, where t- uh, later on today we'll be giving away the theater gift box from Office Break Gifts, and uh, like their page on Facebook as well. Hand-wrapped by the one and only Mr. Tim Riley, who graced us with his presence. Who wouldn't want that? Hand-wrapped right? by Tim Riley? Mm-hmm. Seriously? I might, I might not even open it. That's like a collector's mm-hmm. edition. Maybe you can get him to sign it. <laughs> we could ask him. 
so big thank you to Tim though and uh, big thank you to Office Break Gifts for supporting this show and the entire network and big thanks to Backfence PDX for yes. taking a chance on a little Greg Nog to talk about his, <laughs> his story yeah somebody asked if anybody shouted out Greg Nog no thankfully <laughs> thank the gods or if they did I didn't hear it so nobody shouted out Greg Nog everyone was very composed and nice <laughs> yeah it was it was cool and thank you to everyone who came out last night too that was so cool to see everyone um Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And uh, don't forget, of course, if, uh, what is it? Is this Tuesday? <laughs> I'm forgetting what day it is. I know, it feels, yeah. Because like, okay. last night felt like a Friday or something. It did. Yeah. It did. So, yeah, just you guys are fantastic. Yes. We love you all. Thank you. Guess what we're going to be doing this afternoon? Wrapping sweatshirts. Yep. Wrapping sweatshirts. Sweat those of you shirts. that uh, pre-sale the sweatshirts, and if you're out of town, those will be being shipped out over the next couple of days. And if you yes. were one of the people that were picking them up here in Portland, send us an email, and then we'll just arrange a time for you to come down and pick it up. Yes. Yeah. So that's all you need to do. That's all you need to know. And that's all. Happy thousandth episode, Greg. Happy thousandth episode, Sarah. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Weird. <sighs> All right. That's a show. That's a show. That's Part a lot. one. Yeah. Part one. Part one. Mm-hmm. We'll end now. <laughs> Part two in a couple of months. Yes. So awesome. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for your support. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.